The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com and find us on Twitter and Facebook. And welcome to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. When we last left our heroes, they competed in a fun little cute contest back at the Pokemon Mansion, uh, hosted by Mr. Backlot himself. The results were resounding awe for. Oh gosh, no, wait, who competed in that even? <laughs> it was Ibuki. It was Klondike. And it was. Come on. It was Rowdy. You know it. Rowdy! <laughs> it was resounding awe for Rowdy and a resounding eh for Ibuki because Ibuki evolved and Mr. Backlot declared <laughs> her to not be cute enough anymore. Oh. <laughs> cute to me. Also, Klondike yeah. was about to evolve, but then she fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear, if that's going to become the it'd be like game. that sometimes. <laughs> Listen, every party needs a Psyduck. <laughs> also, I feel I feel with Psyduck right now because unlike well, instead of headaches, I've got the hell's itch. Oh, what? Bad. what? Do we know the source of the hell's itch? Uh, sunburn. Sunburn. Ah. I've, I've called in <laughs> the big guns. The gold bond. And if that don't the work... The bond of gold. The smooth of your skin. It, yeah. I, I won't lie. I woke up to... Well, I didn't really wake up today. I've been up all night. I haven't slept at all today because I literally couldn't go to sleep because I was too itchy to go to sleep. <sighs> but with this stuff, I should be able to fall asleep this time. Hashtag non-spawn. So, y'all are at a cute contest. That was fun. Now what? Are we back on the road? Yeah. yeah. Heading down to Pastoria. Kind of check out some stuff there. Oh, first okay. we got the Rendezvous. the marshy marshland. The marsh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You make your way down Route 211 and Route 212. They kind of blend together. Or oh, wait a second. Oh no, that whole section is just Route 212. You make yourself down Route 212. It's just a long route. As you continue to head south, uh, st the sky starts to cloud over and eventually it starts raining, and you find yourself in some very, very deep marshland. Uh, hmm. uh, I want to look around. I'm going to use a perception. That's a nine. Uh, you don't see anything. 
or hear anything. Same old, same old. You didn't think of anything. No, I did think of something. You're just not good enough. It might be that just the smell of peat is so overpowering that all your other senses can't really acknowledge anything else. Bullshit. It's wet. (laughs) Smells like wet. (laughs) Cassidy is very pointedly staying in the wagon, whereas Hurricane is like casually floating a foot above all the muck. Uh, at some point, we gotta get a picture of the two Eevees. It's like two contrasting siblings. Um. <laughs> so, Bill's gonna roll perception to see if there's like some sort of trail to kind of navigate through here so that we don't end up sunk. Okay. Uh, 6, 10, 12. So there was a trail at some point. You get the feeling that this is a trail that has to be, if it's not regularly maintained, that it starts to erode and no one's really had a chance lately, you guess? Because you can definitely see remnants. You can see patches of slightly elevated and a little bit drier land. And every so often you can see a signpost sticking out. But even chunks of this very path have become submerged in the mud. And so there are a few spots where, like, you have to go through a big puddle or a little bit of a ditch. Give me an athletics roll for Billy. Thirteen. All right, there's one big puddle that you guys get stuck in for a little bit, but Billy is able to haul the lot of you out after <laughs> after the humans actually step out of the wagon. <laughs> Start pushing from the back. Okay, uh. let's put some wood down here. <laughs> Gabriel, how about you give a perception? Okay. Not my best, but I got eleven. All right, you don't pick up on anything else either. So after you guys were able to get moving a little bit once again, uh, you all get a text from Damien. Okay. And basically it says, uh, I've been looking at and investigating that strange rock that you pulled out of the Hearthome Plaza a few days ago. Yesterday. Yesterday ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, Now, I don't know entirely what's going on with it, but it seems that somehow that stone recorded an event from ancient times, and that holographic projection you saw was more like some kind of ectoplasmic echo. Okay. Some manner of astral resonance. Psychic residue. Spooky. Exactly. <laughs> We're somehow having a conversation. Oh, wait, texting each other. Okay. <laughs> he's trying to pare it down after the three of you just spent a solid five minutes staring dumbfounded after each explanation what is he he one of those people who just like dumps a wall of text no it's just he, he has difficulty explaining very vast mystical concepts to people whose brains are like made of meat not quite getting it 
Julian, did your parents ever give you a yak back? What the fuck are you even talking about? <laughs> Have you ever heard of a compact disc? Yeah. So the, so the rock is like a compact disc, but instead of recording a sound, it recorded time, and it's a rock. Nah, I don't get it. Wait, it has Im- like images. Wouldn't wouldn't uh, DVD better be a better analogy? Yeah, that's why. Okay, now I understand. <laughs> it's like a digital camera <laughs> that someone accidentally left running. <laughs> okay, so it's a literal stone recording, kind of like residual hauntings. Do you kids know about Vine? I know about Vine Whip. Ah, oh, damn it! You beat me to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> well, they put ghosts in the vine and the ghost vine in the rock. Oh, why didn't Why didn't he just put it that way? Now I get it. <laughs> Heck, I forgot about Vine Whip. Now we got Cling Clang. <laughs> Stone tape says what they're called. Some punk from Unova stole my Kling Clang dance. <laughs> How dare they. Anyways, Damien, thanks for the update. We're gonna try and get out of the swamp. Yeah, have fun in the swamp. What is this <laughs> what is this voice that you're going for? This is not Damien. <laughs> that's that's the, the old <laughs> word term for it. I forgot I forgot Damien's voice. That's that's the old word term for it. The swamp. Huh. I'm, get, like I'm getting over a ways. also I'm getting over a cold. It might have something to do with time and space eroding before our eyes. Ah, uh, that might do it. All right, all right. Watch out for the ROUSs. Radicates of unusual size. Oh. oh. <laughs> the Royal Radicate Authority. <laughs> <laughs> and there are legends told of uh, Clooney the Scourge, the great Radicate pirate of Kanto. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, are we free of our swampy prison yet? Or, uh,. Not quite. You're about halfway through the swamp. Uh, when there, when there's a rustling in the bushes. Rustling in the bushes. Rustling in the bushes. We look over. And out bursts a very large, very brown, furry, and angry Pokemon. Pokedex. <laughs> Ursa Ring, the hibernator Pokemon. With its ability to distinguish any aroma, it unfailingly finds all food buried deep underground. In its territory, it leaves scratches on trees that bear delicious berries or fruits. So Julian just passed out. (laughs) (laughs) Ursa Ring! I am gonna get Myra to use a double kick. Six? That's gonna wait. Hang on, let me do. What's the AC? 
should be two. Uh, yeah. Okay. AC's three. The first one just barely hits. It's double strike, Lindsay. You, you, you can roll twice. Okay. Fifteen. All right. <laughs> so Myra runs over. Need arena! Need arena! And does a kick and a kick. And the Ursa Ring just stares at her. Ursa Ring. And Ursa Ring pulls back his big meaty paws and just swats her back at you guys. Oh no! Me! Me, Arena! <sighs> I'm going to bring out Roth and have him stand between the Earth Ring and our our wagon. While I try to wake Juliet up. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna need you to roll for Rock's athletics. Okay. That would be a 15. Alright, well, Ursa Ring rolled a 20. Oh, jeez. Oh. So Ursa Ring just runs at Rock and lifts him up and then slams him into the mud. Ursaring! Can I throw a Dillinger? Sure. <laughs> okay. Bell's gonna throw a Dillinger. And before the Pokeball can open, the Ursa Ring just swats it out of the air. Oh Jesus! Oh no! It lands in the swamp, and you you hear muffled. And you just see Dillinger's leg sticking out of the mud. And then, in the distance, you hear, Ha-ha! So it seems that you are trying to fight my grandson and his friends, hey? Well, you shall be no match for me, you silly bear. <laughs> what is going on? From out of the bushes is, is, bursts is... an old man. The most jacked old man you have ever seen. <laughs> Wait a moment. He has a blue unitard. But you can still see chest heart poking out of it. Thighs thick enough that he can crush a man's head like Spiro's egg. And a mask with a waylord design on it. Gabriel, you know this man. Oh my god, it's Gramps! Now, Gabriel, I will show you how it is truly done to wrestle Pokemon Bear. <laughs> Wait, what? And he runs over. And the Ursa Ring tries to grab him, but your grandpa grabs the Ursa Ring by the legs and lifts him up and flip him round and slam him, pile drive into mud. Yeah! The Ursa Ring is KO'd. Julian, the. The Ursa Ring's knocked out. Here! I will use patented wake-up slap on him. Oh, no. <laughs> and the man slaps Julian across the face. <laughs> oh, God! Julian, take ten damage. Oh, sir, you probably slapped the life out of me. Well, I slapped life back into you. Well, thank you. Ow. <laughs> Oh shit! What happened? <laughs> Eric, why didn't you do anything? <laughs> Incineroar! 
And then he then he licks and he tries to start to clean mud off him. Cause that's that's what he's been doing. He's trying to keep himself clean. I is nobody. Sometimes big cats just simply do not want to fight bear. As yeah. do most people. <laughs> Sorry, Rock. I, I I quickly pay attention back to him and I return him. <laughs> Here, let me assist you. And he he pulls Dillinger out by a leg, and then shakes him a bit to get the mud off, and then throws him at you. Ah. I am on Chan. It's just it's. He's hanging on to the ropes. <laughs> now quickly, we cannot stop here. This is bear country. Oh dear. Yeah, I, I agree with Grandpa here. Let's get out of here. I believe I have not properly introduced myself yet. I am the mighty Wally Waylord. Hi. Hello, sir. No introduction should be needed. Hmm? You're Gabriel's Grandpa. Yeah. yeah! He talks a lot about you. <laughs> that knee's one of the best wrestlers out there. And you must be Gabriel's friends, Juliet and Trumpet. <laughs> you know what? I don't think there's any point in arguing that. Hi, I'm Juliet. <laughs> Why do you get to be Juliet? I don't know. Maybe it's because the player picked the name. Juliet. DM decides. This is Tanner's world, and we live in it. It takes great strength to have a name like that. It's just that Trumpet sounds a bit like another one. I was talking to a Trumpet. <laughs> I was more expecting Beale. Trumpets are a very powerful <laughs> instrument. They go, bah! He's right. He's very right about that. I bet he likes ska. No, I only listen... The only music I listen to is Rus Region National Anthem. How, oh, um, patriotic of you. <laughs> Would Wally happen to be short for Waldemir? That... Da! I, 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 yeah. I never asked. Dave, you didn't know your family were Rouse? I'm learning lots of things about my family over the past couple of days, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gabriel's father, Galarian, but his mother, uh, my darling Ito Sophie, she and I come from Rus region, and Gabriel is from space. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm uh, in space? Well, you might as well be, if you don't know. You, you came out of a cave. Uh, have you been keeping in touch with, with, with them? <laughs> what do you mean, Ben? <laughs> you think that your parents would not tell me that they find cave baby and name him Gabriel and raise him to be perfect little boy? <laughs> you make me laugh. And he claps you on the back. Take 10 damage. <laughs> Oh, it seems that you are still fit as ever. Yeah, I shall never die. <laughs> I subsist entirely on diet of raw eggs and water flavor enhancer. <laughs> oh no, I does it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> pure dedication. All right, sorry to break up this family reunion, but uh, let's uh, let's get out of bear country. Let's get into Pastoria. How about that? Yeah. I like that idea. Da. Ah! Yeah, uh, yeah, Billy, let's go.
Rapidash! I'd bring out my coconuts, but I've misplaced them. So, you arrive in beautiful Pastoria City. It is still raining. It is this, a city Very. built as, like in a dry patch of a swamp. Seattle. There's a lot of trees surrounding most of the buildings. And really, it just, the, even with the size of the city, it mostly looks just like one lane going through and then clusters of buildings on either side. And then they have like one port off to the side. But it's not a beach. It's just kind of eventually the dirt turns into mud, turns into really brackish water, and then it's the sea. So Belle's going to be wearing like her thickest flannel shirt and some ripped up jeans and some Doc Martens. Your knees are very cold. <laughs> and your shoes are filthy. Yeah. <laughs> Look, aesthetic. Even flow is playing somewhere in the distance. Actually, actually hang on, hang on. Bell Romeo Focus. <clears throat> Ten. Alright, so if, if if you got lower, you would have lost one of your shoes. But you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what bring you to Pastoria City? Other than uh, other than Gabriel being sent here to talk with Jack Gentian. Uh that's kinda why we're here. I shouldn't be surprised anymore. You, you not only are the strongest person I know, you also seem to be very wise. <laughs> yeah! Grandpa know everything! Oh, wait, in the, then you knew about the cave. Do you know anything that mom and dad didn't? So grandpa does not know quite everything. <laughs> oh, that's okay. It is harsh day in every grandchild's life when they learn that their grandparents do not know every single thing. I know many things. I know how to create perfect puffin. I know all the Pokemon that live in the Great Marsh. I know why children love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> And once I sacrifice my eye to learn nine spells. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and and he taps the side of his head and his left eye pops out and it's a glass eye. Uh. Uh. I'm used to that. <laughs> and then he pops it back in. He's very great intimidation <laughs> technique for red wrestling. Were those nine spells all <laughs> slots for fireball? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that happening. How, how has it like not accidentally fallen in the ring? Oh, oh, it has. This actually my fifth eye. <laughs> That's unfortunate. You should get an eye patch. How dare you insult my gimmick? I am not a pirate. I am Rush Strongman. I mean, a real strong man could have an eye patch. Look cool. Like Sagat. You gotta stick to the theme. It is about the seams. <laughs> Sorry, the what? The seams. The seams? <laughs> the seams. The seams? <laughs> Eric, are you gaining this at all? You should be taking notes, by the way. <laughs> and Eric just walks up to you. Incineroar! 
Ensign Ensignor. <laughs> ah, the the cat understand. Thank you, cat. And he grips Eric's hand, and Eric grips it back. Strongman handshake. <laughs> Dude, I might have a business in this. Anyways, uh, where bounces is Gentian? Because this guy's gotta go talk to him. Ah, uh, yeah, Gentian and your other ranger friend are down at the Great Marsh. Okay. Yeah, more marshland. You, you got like some rain boots that we could borrow. Yeah, da the, ent- the entire city was built on top of swamp, and then it sank into swamp. So they built the city on swamp again, and it sank into swamp. So they built the city the third time, and it burned down, fell over, and sank into the swamp. But now Pastoria <laughs> is the strongest city in all of Sino. Built on top of three others. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I think they got rain gear at like the Pokemart. Like we could probably use. Yeah, probably. Else. I have some of yeah. my own from my my rangering. Julian goes and gets himself some rain boots. Have fun with your meeting, children. I am going to go fight more bears. Nice seeing you again, Gramps. Keep fighting the good fight, sir. Ah, does Vadanya. Your grandpa's a riot. Yes, he is. So, rain gear? Yeah, Julian gets like himself some, some, some gushers. You know, there, some there's actually gears. a rain gear specialty store. Oh. It, but it, but it's yeah. it's mostly women's. It is called Rain Gear Dames. <laughs> I I just need size thirteens. You got size thirteen boots. <laughs> Anybody, please. In contrast to Belle's very dainty feet, <laughs> I'm in the middle. Um, a figure emerges from between the racks, clad in a bright orange neon and very stylish, very cinched-to-the-waist raincoat. And she spins around, and she has orange shutter stays and a tall orange mohawk. <laughs> yeah, we've got boots in every size! I hope you like them with a heel, though, because you can't look stylish if you're in the rain. No, I said that wrong. Piss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, don't worry, champ. You'll get you it can't, time. You can't be in the rain without looking stylish. If you're not stylish in the rain, what's the point? Hi, I'm Cool Rain Gear Gal. Nice to meet you. What, what do I do about the rain in Spain? Well, fortunately, we're not in Spain. We're in Sinnoh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Good. You know how the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane? Yeah. <laughs> well, the rain in Sinnoh falls mainly on the you know. The minnow. Ah. <laughs> See, they get it. <laughs> also, cool reindeer gal! <laughs> reindeer! <laughs> I have to get it in. I have a bit to keep yeah. up. I mean, I guess I'll take one with a heel. <laughs> Sweet, that'll be uh, 500 pokey. Oh, God. I'm charging out the ass it's fashion. <laughs> uh, the price to be fashionable. It's 500 pokey. I just got my standard issue. Just basic rubber boots and then a poncho. Got the same galoshes you've had since you were a kid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> were you just born with your, fl- with your foot size? 
<laughs> they just grew with me. It's just a really durable, like, ditto rubber. It expands over time. We've also got umbrellas. You know what? I'll take an umbrella. That'll be 1,000 pokey. I think, I'll, I think I'll pass on the umbrella. These are fashion umbrellas. And function, but also fashion. Right. I mean, they should be able to, you know, not collapse on me in a rain. Or in a wind. Oh no, they, 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 ha- they have the... They have the Victriana guarantee. Nice. You can stand under your umbrella. <laughs> Ella? Ella. 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 A? A. 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 <laughs> All right, enough umbrella jokes. Let's go. <laughs> you gotta off. I don't know why I'm inventing all of this stuff on account of I do have plenty planned for here. It's just the opportunities. <laughs> we head to the Great Marsh. You head to the entrance to the Great Marsh, which is actually a fairly large building with several stories. And it says Great Marsh Entrance, but the signage in front also indicates that this is, in fact, the Pokemon Ranger headquarters for the Sinnoh region. Ah. Hmm. I've never had a chance to go in here. They always they always had me stay with Grandpa whenever they had to come and stay, uh, do anything here. So you go inside, and the first thing you guys immediately notice is two familiar faces. You see Jackie, and you see Melvin. Hey, um, gang, what's up? Oh, oh, hey, fellow Chosen Squad. Hey, guys. How's everything? I'm on a secret mission. Melvin. Hush. It's, it's a secret mission. Oh, yeah. Is it a mission from God? <laughs> I think it's a mission from God. <laughs> no, it's a mission from Joni. She, uh, she heard that I was coming down this way, and she asked if I could try and uh, track down Miss Ava Logos, because maybe... I don't know. I don't know why she asked me. I don't know why she thinks I can find her. I don't know how I'm going to find her. I don't know if she's here. You're not the only one. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, how, buddy, buddy, how about you come with me? You guys talk to, you guys figure this stuff out. I'm, I'm trying to cheer him up. <laughs> and Jackie's like, oh, good. I was hoping Melvin would go with Julian. He seems like he can uh, uh, keep him in line. Or at least very well occupy him. Well, the, I, mm-hmm. I love the kid. He has a lot of gumption. But he has, like, no confidence, and that is a bad combination. I, I think he has confidence, but it's blind confidence. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll kind of run headfirst into danger, uh, knowing full well that he's not going to do well, and then he still feels bad after. His emotions are kind of all, all over the place. Yeah. Poor kid. I, I remember when I was like that, when I was his age, and, and that's why I joined, like, a... A terrorist cell, but that's yesterday's news. Things have changed. So, Gabriel, uh, you came here because of Gentian, right? Yes, I did. All right. Well, there has actually been a change of plans. Oh. Oh. Um, and this involves you too, Bell. Okay. So, originally Gentian called Gabriel down here because he was going to give Gabriel a Pokemon Ranger exam, which is a little <sighs> out of the ordinary. <laughs> Because he hasn't actually attended any classes at the trainer school for it. But uh, him and I agree that he's had enough uh, field training, essentially, 
that he's uh we we can make a special exception. You'll honestly, and once things die down, we'll probably have you take a written exam. But for the time being, we're we're gonna give you a field exam just so that we like we can trust you with like the equipment and the badges and all the whatnot. <laughs> I'm like all starstruck. It's like <gasps> the day has come. I will prove my worth. I'm sure you will. Um, mainly because I'm gonna be the one who's supervising that now. Oh. And uh, the reason for that is because Gentian has decided that Bell, he wants to challenge you to a gym battle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's, in addition to being the head Pokemon Ranger, he's also the gym leader for Pastoria these days. The thing is, he's usually so busy with duties that he's not open to challengers often, but he wanted to make a special exception for you. He, he specifically said that, <clears throat> I want to test how great her skills are, that Miss Bell. <laughs> I don't know how good my accent was. Can I, can I just say that's that's some impressive character work you just did there. <laughs> Playing a character, doing an impression of another character, that's fucking A1. <laughs> yeah. He sent me the code uh, over the walkie-talkies. He said, Wichter, Wichter. <laughs> <laughs> we need to test the girl. Yeah, I forgot he was the gym tri- uh the the gym leader ever since what happened with Wally and Crash Awake in the accident. Wait, what happened? We never talk about the accident. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason that Crash Awake is in the Elite Four and uh Wally Wilmer <laughs> is constantly fighting bears on the edge of town. <laughs> I don't know what that reason is, but there's a reason. Uh, Bell, if you want to head, uh, you exit and you head east, you'll find her. Wait, no, no, I got it backwards. It's west. It's still west. They tried relocating it and it sank into the swamp again, so they moved the gym back to the original <laughs> location. It's to the west of here. This place is not stable. You'll find the gym. <laughs> and Gabe, if you want to follow me. Then uh, your ex- final exam is going to be taking place within the Great Marsh itself. Oh boy! And uh, Julian. Oh, me and Melvin are gone. Okay, good. <laughs> That's the old Melvin spirit. So, if you guys are gone, let's cut over to where you guys are, and let me take a swig of water so I can prepare myself for doing an extended Melvin voice. I'm so sorry to do this to you. <laughs> I brought it on myself. So I think that we're we're uh, just outside, like in a, just uh, just around the entrance of the the, the Great Marsh, you know, uh, to get to into the marshy area. And I'm just like Melvin, Mel B, Melly Buddy. Wait, you guys went into the Great Marsh? Yeah, we went towards the Great Marsh. Okay. Didn't plan for that. I'm did you? assuming like there's you know the wooden uh, trail overload yeah. things that you'd see yeah, yeah. like the, in national we're, park we're on like yeah. that boardwalk kind of thing you know yeah that's it's like elevated on posts so that the, any Pokemon can just casually pass by underneath you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mel Melly buddy, uh, Meek Mel. Ah, <laughs> uh. how you doing, man? Well, what's up? I don't know, man. It was just 
Ever, ever since Logos turned out to be evil time-traveling robots from the future, I've just been second-guessing everything I've ever thought. Like, am I a good person? Am I a robot from the future? Does... Does Dunsparce really evolve into Drampa? <laughs> okay, I, I can answer a few of those questions. One, I grab his nose. Does this hurt? <laughs> yeah! Hang on, wait, let me do it again. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, so you're not a robot. If, if that, you, that wouldn't have hurt if you were a robot, right? Then his nose comes off. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, you, you had me there. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh no, Melvin's the Terminator. I'm looking for Sarah Connor. <laughs> she ain't here. Wrong universe, my man. Julian, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> okay. Back in. See, that didn't hurt. That Well, that did hurt. Right? Right? Yeah. So you're not a robot. Answered that question. Like that. Two. Dunsperce cannot evolve. I don't know how many times I need to tell you this. Yet. True. So, I'm still... <laughs> I'm holding out. It doesn't I'm evolve unless Tanner says so. No, you're right. I suppose it was only a pipe dream. I know, I gotta shatter some dreams right here, but that's the reality. You have a Dunsparce. A loyal Dunsparce. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I wish I could have thought of more superlatives, but it's. I assume it's loyal to you and you only. You're right. Uh, and Melvin pulls Pokeball out and pops out Dunsparce. Dunsparce! Dunsparce! I'm sorry I've been trying to make you evolve. You're my best friend. And I believe in you. Oh, that's beautiful. Ain't that beautiful, Eric? Incineroar! And he claps you on the back. <coughs> you don't take damage, but it does smart. <sighs> Dude, you need to realize how strong you are. Incineroar! <laughs> <laughs> Incineroar has a power of 10. It is a strong fucking Pokemon. Like, physically <laughs> strong. Oh, oh, I think I separated my shoulder on that. He, he grabs your shoulders and just pops them back in. Uh, thanks, buddy. Incineroar. Uh, well, it's the third point that you were... Uh, you're a good person. You see, you, you are a chosen one. And bad people aren't chosen ones. <laughs> I guess those are the rules. Listen, we are the, uh, we're Palkia, right? Space? Space boys? I think so. Let me, let me check my notes. He pulls a notepad out. This Tanner pulls a notepad out. <laughs> I should have this down myself, too, because I've already forgotten. It's in a dock. Yeah, we are! Okay, yeah, yeah, we're Palkia boys. We're space boys. See? We're, we're like, on the same level. <laughs> How many badges you got? Oh, am I supposed to be collecting those? Oh my goodness, Melvin. Oh man! Alright, you know what? Melvin, 
I'm going to teach you the Julian way, that my ways of success in the Pokemon League. Because right now, I'm rocking six badges. I need two more, and then I can go challenge the Elite Four. I'm ready to rock. I might even just challenge more gyms just for the fun of it. Here you go, spare badges. Can I have some? I'll let you know. I'll keep you in mind. Anyways, what Pokemon do you even have besides Dunsparce here? Oh, I still have Zigzagoon. Okay, you got Z Stardust. No, oh, and and I've got I've got Archie. And so he pops out Ziggy and he pops out Archie the Arken, which is that um the Archaeopteryx fossil. Oh, oh, that's yeah. new. What'd you get this guy? I can't remember if I had this when when you guys last saw me or not. Um I don't if I did have Archie, then Gabe might have wiped the floor with him. No, I don't think we, we've we seen Archie so far. Hi, Archie. <laughs> Adorable. Don't let it near me. Archie eyes you warily. Ar Archie is giving you a wary eye. And, Julian, you have a moment when you're trying to wonder... In the, evol in the evolutionary stages between bird and dinosaur, <laughs> at which point... Do they be decide that you are their nemesis? <laughs> which is more lizard and which is more bird? <laughs> Hi, friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got three Pokemon, and we're we're in like a hotbed for Pokemon. I think it's legal to catch Pokemon here, right? Yeah, but we have to use the Safari Balls, and we can't fight them with our own Pokemon. Is there a ranger, like, walking around here, like, on patrol or something? Yes, uh, there's a lady ranger there, and she's got, like, this long red hair, at, all, along with the ranger uniform, and she's like, Oh, oh, yes, I overheard you, and you can definitely catch Pokemon here, but you just have to make sure that you use a safari ball, and you don't fight with your own Pokemon, and then she winks at you. Alright, thank you. Do you want to roll uh, insight? Hey. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll roll insight on that. Insight on that wink? I guess that would be intuition. Oh, that's right. So let's, they both begin with the same letter. Yeah, yeah, I was just getting lost. I was like, where the hell is insight on this? I rolled well. Six, twelve. Oh, almost max roll. Uh, twelve. Seventeen. Yeah, so this is definitely Robin. Oh! This is Robin in a disguise. Uh. Okay. Alright. You're, you're, you're doing good. Good stuff. Not bad. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Heather. I work really hard. It's an expensive wig. I, I won't blow your cover. You're good. Mel, buddy! Let's go get you some Safari Balls, and let's go catch you some Pokemon. Yay! And, and the ranger calls back after you. Oh, and remember, the north half of the marsh is off-limits. Keeping that in mind. I'll write that down. <laughs> write that down. Okay, I'm writing it down. North half. Bad. Uh, off-limits, <laughs> but you know what? No, I'll, I'll work with that. We can work with that. We can work with that. <laughs> and so as you two go back inside to pick up some safari balls, uh, six for each of you, 
And while you guys are doing that, Jackie and Gabe pass by you. Hey. Hey. Jackie and Gabe head into the Great Marsh. Uh, Jackie looks around. All right, everything seems in order. Uh, we're just going to go straight this way, Gabe, because uh, your exam is going to be taking place in the north half of the marsh. Oh, okay. Any particular reason in that particular area? Oh, I'm, I'm sure we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're, you're going to learn. Don't worry. As we zoom out, we catch a glimpse of the north half of the marsh, which has some very large old trees in it, it looks like. And then there's a crack. And one of them just completely falls over. Thank you for listening to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at PKNN underscore Millennium, where you can also join our Discord. You can support the podcast on Patreon.com slash PKMN Millennium. We'd like to thank our current supporters on Patreon. Rookie Trainer Scott M. Novice Trainers Lisa Little Bear and Lindsay Mitchell. And Ace Trainers, MF, Dilly D, and Crimson Lotus 21. We'd like to thank the creators of Pokemon, Satoshi Tajiri, Ken Sugimori, and Junichi Matsuda. We'd also like to thank the PTU dev team for making a game for us to play. We are a non-profit, fan-based parody. Pokemon is owned by The Pokemon Company, Game Freak, Creatures Incorporated, and Nintendo. I'm, and I don't know how long each of your thing is going to take. Do we want to end it here, or do we want to start someone's thing? I feel like we could start someone's thing, and that could be whoever has, obviously, the shortest one. You know what? I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's to Julian and Melvin, because either it's going to be shorter, or we can just cut away from it at some point. Yeah, we can cut away. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie, it's probably not going to be the most important thing today. <laughs> <laughs> All story arcs important are important. Some more than others. <laughs> Warning, the following promo contains Pokemon-based improv.
you've defeated me. Lord of psychic types. King Photon. King Photon, I knew it was you. You appeared in a shimmer of light in my bedroom to challenge me to a Pokemon gym battle. Say it's alright, but hey, I've beaten you now. And your silly Abra, give me a gym badge. A gym badge? From King Photon? I can grant you anything. A wish? What's your wish? I'll tell you. A Pokemon roleplay podcast. Well, that's not my wish. It I... is now. Okay. Plug it in. Welcome to Critical Ditto, a tabletop roleplaying podcast set in the world of Pokemon, focused on collaborative storytelling and improv. Is it a game? Yes, a roleplaying game with dice and voices. I kind of would prefer a gym badge, if I'm honest. Well, I don't have any. Well, get the hell out of my room! Photon away! You're still here! Abra, help me, help me, please! Abra! You're still here! Opera's gone! <laughs> oh, can I listen to the podcast? Search for Critical Ditto wherever you get your podcasts if you want a bit more of whatever that was.